Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we'll be reviewing one of my favorites, Stargate, that was released in 1994. Yeah, it was a science fiction adventure film. Yeah, yes. I think I was about... I like sci-fi. I think I, mm. when I first time watched this, I think I was, let me see... Child. <laughs> I think I was about, say, eight years of age when uh, I watched this, well, or maybe nine, eight or nine. Maybe. I don't think I took you to the pictures, the theatre. Uh, you were born in 86, but it came on TV or got the video. It could have been nine or but ten. But I think yeah. I watched it in the theatres with you? my sister and da- my okay. dad here. Yeah, so you, know, you might have been did. a cute little precocious eight-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty awesome. I thought it was pretty Ooh. cool. We got a taste for Egyptology at that point, yes. Yeah, that was the first time I ever knew about Egyptology and about the um, ma- interesting, la- the um, interesting words and dial and ways of how they wrote their well, story, their stuff. Well, anyway, their uh, just as an aside here, so years later we actually went to uh, mm. Egypt for a holiday, mm. and Sarah actually uh, was reading. Um, Magazines on Egypt to learn how to uh, read the hieroglyphics. A little. Uh, a little bear a little, in mind, guys. While I may be able to read a the um, a little bit, but at the same time, it's in another language. It is. But since I was reading, and actually on our tour in Egypt, our tour guide was looking at a wall with some stuff on it, and he said, uh, "This means so and so." And Sarah said, "No, it's not. It is so and so." And then he said, well, I've only been told that by the locals here. He doesn't do hieroglyphics, you see. Uh, So the people who told him were wrong. Hmm. Sarah was right. Hmm. She's very wise. I also read a few bits of... I read a name on a temple, I think, where it's, I guess, a few words that said IRA that may be indicating Ramesses. Could be, One of Ramesses, anyway. Uh, But you have heard, you may not know this, but Ramesses the Great had often put his name on everything. Yeah. He's like a brig bragger. Yeah, I'll get rid of somebody else's name and put my name name over the top. He always kept um, telling about how his great victory of an area that she lost, really, to be honest. But yeah, he, he, he's back likely in, to get away with his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. moving on, let's get back to Bragg this it. movie. Okay, here now, we go. Now, I love this movie, and unlike other critics who gave it a bad... No, they didn't give it a bad anything. Okay. They just did some critics... One critic gave it a bad yeah. serve because he doesn't like these sorts of movies. I'll <laughs> mention his name later. He comes up an awful lot in things like this. They're saying... I don't like this, it's rubbish. And it's always the same. If it's a sci-fi or something like that, he doesn't like it, he won't grade it properly, and everybody else thinks it's average to good. He, 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 has a pro- he should get out of the business. Tell me about it. Anyway. anyway. He's, not, he's not a fair critic. Yeah, I don't like ones that just think, no. I know better than you do. And he's an idiot. And, the guy's a clown. And technically, he is wrong because... Um, well, the box from, office proves many things. Yeah, and the TV series that came yeah, after it TV many series. years there later a, told otherwise. more than one TV series. It was a Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. Um, what's it called? Um, a Stargate... Um, I don't remember the... the it was called Stargate something. Well, Star, uh, Stargate 1. Yeah, but your, I know yeah, for a fact it was a very big... They so, went on for quite a few uh, seasons, and then yeah. there were some other spin-offs, and there were, uh, two other movies were made. One um, 
Some of the arc and one yeah. of the other on Continuum yeah. was a lot later was, movie. Yeah, and they were more of um, TV movies. Yeah, but it still made the movies part of the franchise. It's still part of the franchise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, anyway, here we go. Produced by on. Joel Michaels, Oliver uh, Ebel, 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 whatever, and uh, Dean Devlin. Mm. Directed by Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Um, written by Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich. Mm. Now, talk about budget. I'm saying critics don't know everything. The budget was 55 mil. Box office at 196 mil. See, these I people do have taste. I think they made a few bucks on it. Yeah. See, this movie had good taste. Yeah, and this was the first entry in the Stargate Media franchise. When I say media, had this a TV series. I think there was it was a cartoon series. Um, I'm no, not I think it was a cartoon sure. series. Yeah, I think it was a cartoon series. I haven't series. heard anything yeah. about cartoon yeah, series. Yeah, I was reading some notes. I think it was a cartoon series done on it. Yeah. Uh, and then it had two other movies. I don't think I would have heard about it. Can I actually finish what I'm saying? Um, no, just saying, Mike, that when they did the Godzilla, I would have known right away that there was a, t- a cartoon about that, but I would have never known about a Stargate cartoon series. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. Maybe it didn't last long. Maybe it didn't look. Maybe it didn't last very long. It could have been. That's what I'm saying. Because most cartoons, even back then, didn't last, um, say, a full. They spurred on books and other things and two other telly movies or directed DVD movies and whatever. So it was a big big franchise. Mm. Mm. Or maybe it was just only in America and it never came out here. Well, gee, funny that, hey? It's funny that. So maybe I'm right and you're wrong? Well, it's not the first time because I did find out about a Rambo um, cartoon that came out when I was, the year I was born, and I didn't even know about that. Aww. So I wouldn't know. But that only lasted one season. Anyway, moving right along. Okay, um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, main stuff. I'm not going to go through all the stars. Uh, there's quite a few people involved in it, but mm. the main ones are Kurt Russell. He plays... Colonel Jonathan, or Jack, Jack O'Neill. O'Neill, he's a career Air Force Special Operations Officer who's got a death wish because his son committed suicide or had an accident with his gun. Yeah, and the same old story. So, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Jane Spader plays Dr. Daniel Jackson, who's an archaeologist and linguist. Yeah, uh, linguist. Who has theories about the Fourth Dynasty in Egypt. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um now, there's, again, as a bit of an aside here, Jane Spader, I don't think he's initially interested in the movie, but he got he gained interest in the movie. Yeah, the same way yeah. I could say for Kurt yeah. Russell, who yeah. who got the first draft of the script and, and he rejected it, uh, yeah. but um, that was an accident. Yeah, yeah the, the, the first draft is sometimes you know, like a thumbnail sketch. Yeah. Or, yeah. And mm. that was an accident. They, they should have sent him the final the, draft. The final one, yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Now... Uh, the next person is Jay Davidson. He plays Ra. Yeah. He's their main adversary. Yeah, antagonist. Antagonist, alien, demigod, whatever you want to call whatever. him. Uh, I won't talk. Uh, um, I won't talk about her. Why not? She's important. Well, she's a lady star, but yeah, you started at the beginning of the movie. Uh, well, maybe uh, not that. Just from the um, uh, native. Now, Millie Avatar. She plays Shuri. I think it's the right pronunciation of the name, the daughter of uh, a tribal leader, and she's offered to Daniel, a, Jackson, 
as a marriage gift. Isn't that lovely? She nice. was not a bad gift. It didn't even didn't didn't come in a box. No bows, no nothing. Moving Here it on is. To oh, sorry, next whatever. She and was really pretty. She <laughs> also has a brother named Alex <sighs> Cruz, who plays. Um, what's his? Alexis Cruz plays Scara. 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 Okay. Okay. And of course, her father is um. Kasuf. Kasuf. K a s u f. Yes. As I said, these are sort of like. I know they 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 did some of these Egyptian type names to make it sound good. Now moving right along, I don't go for everybody. Hey, there's a sandwich maker here. Hello. So do you want me to move on to the story? Yes, that's what I'm trying to get you to start talking because you're going to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. It starts way back to 1938, I think it is. Was it right? Well, you're telling the story. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Um, 1928. Okay, 1928. Sorry, guys. And this is around the time Harold Carter would probably would have been digging up whatever. Yeah, you had Tutankhamun's tomb. That was around that yeah. back in the 20s. Yeah, archaeologist Langford, I think it was. Who? That's the first archaeologist who discovers the Stargate. He found oh, yeah, him yeah. and his crew. Uh, yeah. They find some yeah. artifacts. His little daughter, Kath. Catherine yeah. has found a beautiful golden necklace with an eye of Ra upon it. Despite what they say in Wikipedia, it's she didn't f- get she wasn't gift given the gift from her father. It was she found it on a from At an dig. archaeology dig table. And she didn't give it in. Yeah, she was naughty. She just um, took it. Period. But maybe she showed it to daddy, and he might have said, "Oh, you can keep it, darling." Yeah, as a dad would. Yeah. Anyway, they see the um the the this huge ring like Stargate thing. Well, a big a big round thing, probably yeah. four or five meters across. And yeah, whatever. and they can't make heads or tails out of it. Then we cross to the future, nineteen ninety four, nineteen six or whatever. Nineteen ninety four. That's yeah. when the movie is based. Yeah, okay. and we get we meet. Daniel Jackson, who's trying to do a lecture, and most of his theories about Egyptian language, Fourth Dynasty and yeah, um, they, of Egypt and whatever, yeah. and no one's listened to him. If yeah. they, they think he's an idiot, yeah, and stuff they and, think that all they yeah. they are, question his his um his knowledge by saying who built the pyramids and aliens <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, laughed they, it they, off. they were heckling him too yeah, much yeah laughing off and just calling him a loony. <laughs> Oh, not loony, just um. Well, much. I didn't, didn't believe a word he said, even though he might have been speaking yeah. the truth. They didn't give him a chance. Yeah, and he's um, he doesn't have any grants, and he's living out of his suitcases. Yeah, he lost, he lost his uh his his residence due to lack of uh, lack, lack of, of paying his rent. Yeah, yeah. rents in arrears, yeah. folks. Yeah. So, so an older Catherine Lord Langford Langford uh, t- tells him about a job she's offering him, and says that. This is a great opportunity for you. So and what proves some of your theories? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we then cross to, we then meet our other hero of the story. Um, let me see, um, Jack O'Neill, and he's grieving over the loss of his own child, his, his son. His son, yeah. See, his son pretty much was playing with a gun, and I guess one of Jack's guns, mind you. Shot himself. Accidentally. Accidentally. The same old story you hear so yeah. many times. I don't know how many times, but so many. And he sort of, yeah, missed his son, blamed himself. You know, and, you know the scenario, and folks. he contemplates taking his own life for for those very reasons, too. Because he has doesn't feel like he has anything else to live for. Isn't that 
so his so his men come by telling him guess what you're reactivated for this major task ahead of you isn't that right mike exactly mm-hmm. he was i don't know if he's actually retired or on sick leave, I think he's on. I guess um, what stress was leave stress leave or something rather. You yeah. know, on leave, pretty much. Yeah, but they're needing for this project. Yeah, so, mm. so he was reactivated, and he had he then gets himself sh- a cut and a shave and whatever, and he appears in his military saying that he this, he's on board on this project. Yada yes, yada. and he took over. Yeah, da- of course. On the same time, Daniel arrives at the military base, which is underground, and this is the same military base. They used for war games, and that was done in. Let me oh, see. Oh, same one, was it? That was done in. Um, let me see. It was done in. Let me see. Um, it was done in 1983. Sorry, guys. So the same tunnel and same inside. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. Was it re- a real government installation which wasn't used anymore? Uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, I can't really say. Whatever. So anyway, he he secret. eventually sees the some what an interesting sort of stone with all these artifact with all these hieroglyphics, including some really different ones. There are sort of six of them, or six or seven of them, that don't really offer an explanation of what what dynasty they are from. <laughs> Isn't that right? Yes, something like that. I mean, these were stones in the same shape yeah. as the Stargate. The yeah. stones aren't the um, Stargate themselves, yeah. yes. but very similar to it yeah. in size. And but had all these, like yeah. you said, hieroglyphics on yeah. it. Now what I've, they thought were hieroglyphics. Yeah, now yeah. I go mm. to where mm. the, some of the hieroglyphics that were they were all on the sides of the, um, the, the, uh, yeah. the circle thing. And according to... And the guy who translated them was probably... Well, he wasn't an idiot. He yeah, was, he was He was using different forms of uh, uh, translation. Yeah. His biggest yeah. mistake was calling it a, some some door to heaven. But actually, if this was an Egyptian artifact, they would not call heaven, um, heaven the afterlife heaven. Because that, 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 their, their pharaohs, whoever died, went to an afterlife and travelled across the sky. Exactly. Not to heaven. So, yeah. Exactly. So, so he, mis- they, he, he mistranslated. Because they would not have heaven, and it would be under a different name, obviously. Yeah, exactly right. So he didn't... But eventually Daniel um, was able to translate it, saying, marking that um, on the famous linguist who he, he, he mocks him saying uh, that, that, that yeah. yeah saying they're still printing his books yeah he made a few mistakes yeah, yeah several anyway moving on so he eventually translates and they offered him the job and of course say a few weeks later he's still trying to translate the, f- the six symbols no, there. No, no, there's, there's supposed to be seven symbols he got the first six but he was getting stuck yeah he couldn't quite understand, and then he tweaked on the fact of star constellations. Yeah. And then he still had to try to figure out what the last one, one. was. Yes, yeah, see, yeah. so eventually they show him the device, the ring I mentioned. The that's, real one. That's called the Stargate, which is what he translated yeah. in the other bit of hieroglyphics earlier. Yeah. And he eventually, on the spot, does identify that symbol, and as it turns out, it's... It's a pyramid with a sun above it. Well, three suns, wasn't it? One sun. One sun, one sun, yeah. See, it represents Earth. It represents Earth. Yeah. We're yeah. considering that we're a one sun yeah. area. So you needed the other, the other six cartouches or symbols to lock in to 
one. Yeah, the It'd destination. be a reference point, a destination point, or a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of like hmm. um, like along my. me up, Scotty. You need to go somewhere. It's like, if you will, a computer. Like the oh, like yeah, like, yeah. like the first the seventh symbol represents your computer, and those very those six points of that lead you to other computers in the world. It's like downloading sort of like, a torrent. It's got to come from all these other computers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm. sort of like that. Anyway, they eventually uh, using the now that they know all the seven the those seven symbols. Now they they activate the Stargate. And it goes, chunga chunga, start moving around. And eventually, one locks in. Yeah. Yeah. And another one locks in. And it gets up to the sixth one. And someone says, the lady says, we've never got this far before. Yeah. And then it's starting to start, the vib- vibrations start going through the complex. Yeah. And then the last one clicks in. Yeah, and then we see a blue-type watery-like reflection appear on the Stargate. Yeah, like it's uh, a big wormhole type thing. Yeah, it looks really cool. Of course, they send out... Great special effects. Yeah, they send out all their soldiers just to be careful of anything that may come out of the Stargate, as it turns out. Yeah, and if you soldiers stand there, we'll shoot it. But what happens... I've often wondered, at that point in time, if the other Stargate had been dropped into the ocean and it opened up on the other side, would that have effectively flooded the place? Beats me. Ah... Ah. Anyway, moving on. So, anyway, they send a, a droid or, well, yeah, one of those weird astro droids. A you bit see, like Wally. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like those astro droids you may send to Mars and yeah. get pictures it'll, back. It'll track the wheels and stuff and go through with a camera on it and yeah. stuff, yeah. So they send it in and it starts their, you know, going to different to an unknown galaxy. Yeah, to the other end. Yeah. 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 So... It sends pictures back, like they show dif- the, the another gate, the Stargate on the other side, yeah. which different sim- different symbols on it. Yeah, same, same sort of thing, but different. Yeah, mm. yeah, and shows that they're inside a building of some description. Yes. Mm. Anyway, they eventually decide that they should assemble a team in and get, try to get over there and find out as much as they can. And poor and, Daniel's dragged in as well. Well, Daniel volunteers. That's, oh, that's not right, the yeah. same thing. And then, but then, but he, he's required to help them get back as well. Yeah, mm. so he thinks that he can definitely be able to get them back, hopefully. Yes. Eventually, so they start packing their stuff. Daniel is approached by Catherine, and she gives him that very same necklace she was or given medallion them all, thingy, those, whatever. all those years ago. The Eye of Ra. Yeah, and she says it'll give him good luck. And I'll bring it back. And he'll bring it, and he promises to bring it back, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, then the, um, start, this is my favorite bit where all the men assembled, and then Mr. O'Neill says, okay, if anyone has got something to say, say it now. Achoo! <laughs> yeah, yeah Daniel's got, uh, Daniel gets allergies. And, uh, when he and travels. He's going to a, yeah, when he travels. Now he's going to travel. A great distance to another galaxy. Yeah. yeah, so they get themselves assembled and they slowly load up their gear on a sort of a, a bit of a tractor thing. And slowly O'Neill steps through, then the next man, the following man. And yeah. Daniel's the last one there. And, and he slowly puts, puts his, his hand, hand in. in and pulls it out. Wow, this is interesting. He's, yeah. he's like a scientist. You know, yeah. He's just um, me- really mesmerized by the effect. And he walks through And slowly it. he closes his eyes and as he sl- dips his head into 
it. We watch a beautiful, awesome display of of them flying through the galaxy at a speed of light. It made a great will. ride to the theme park. I yeah. thought it was cool. Yeah. It would have been so awesome if it was a ride. We could just imagine ourselves as one of the galaxy guys in yeah. just... That would be just yeah. so cool. Whatever, yeah. And soon enough, they arrive on the other side. They're a bit queasy. And, <laughs> and a funny new planet, and it's called Abydos, named after a place in Egypt. Suppo- but they don't really talk about it very often. No, they, they don't mention it. Throughout the movie. They just call it the planet or something. Anyway, but- they eventually exit the um, the establishment, and as it turns out, they're inside of this great big Giza-type pyramid. Exactly. So big. Cheops would have been proud. And, of course, this pyramid is well-constructed, and it looks like there's not not been one chip or one crack in it. A brand new, made made new of this movie, wasn't it? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I mean, considering Giza is it's run down. No, it's not run down. Over the years, it took all the... it, It had highly polished... Limestone casing on the outside, mm-hmm. and that was all stripped off when the building the buildings in mm-hmm. uh, in um, mm-hmm. that area. They just yeah. stripped it off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so th- of course, O'Neill wants to head back, and he's making plans for them to head back. But Jackson, he doesn't want to head back. He says we must find out if there's any advanced civilization here, and but and he thinks that he needs to find the writings, the special writings, to help them get back. Yeah, get back. And if they can't find them, oh, okay. there's no chance of getting back. Yeah. Of course, there was. Of course, there was a bit of argument, disagreements, but and the men don't really appreciate Jackson's input on this. They even treat him rather rudely. They treat him nastily, actually. But mm. yeah. While this is happening, um, nice O'Neill tries to defend Jackson when, wherever he can, as much as he can, because he's the scientist. Yeah, dweeb. Yeah. And while he's do- <laughs> while he's um inside the um. The pyramid. He's actually assembling a bomb that he tends yeah, uh, to detonate. Yeah, he plans to detonate once they get back through the Stargate. Yeah, but he he has a secret mission to destroy the Stargate at that end to stop anybody coming through. Yeah, but no one else on the uh, team knows his um, plans. His plans, no. And they don't mm. know that, he, that. Also, that he plans to stay there to detonate the bomb. Yeah, after they go through, because mm. he is. He had his death wish. We mentioned before about his son, Yadia. He had nothing to live for. Gee, he had a wife. Yeah, yeah, and she probably loved him. Yeah. Or something like that. Selfish turd. Yeah, or maybe, I think she did love him. She but, did love him. But, but, yeah, but uh, he's just so... He's just walling in yeah, self-guilt, so, uh, well, if that's the word. Well, he's missing his son. He was, he's, he was, he was, yeah. And I think he... And he I, I can understand that. Yeah, if anything happened to you, I'll be... Devastated. I'd rent your room out. No. Yeah, anyway, um, moving yeah. on. So yeah. eventually Jackson does find some, um, at least a domesticated animal that turns out he has a harness. And it's, yeah. it's just so you guys know, this the creature that's for that they put in this movie, it's actually a real horse that they decorated up to... With a, a face with on it. With a face on it. Yeah. On it. it looked really weird. Mm. <laughs> really eventually it ends up dragging dear old... Jackson across the um, dunes, yeah, yeah dunes, dunes. I think. Very good. And the uh, O'Neill and the and two of his other men follow follow trapes behind them. And by the, and, and when it starts to slow down, after several dunes, they find a little mining village. Or well, not a village, just a mining site because yeah. they, didn't, they didn't actually live there. Yeah, the yeah, the, yeah soon the, and it's populated with people. Yes. 
Yeah. Of, oh. And, of course, they're all speaking the old Egyptian dialect. Yeah, which hasn't been spoken for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, they then approach the small mine, and, of course, um, O'Neill says, all right, Jackson, you're on, meaning you're the English. Yeah, he Go and talk to them. But uh-huh. how do you – I mean, what is he going to say? Eventually, they notice <clears throat> Jackson wearing that eye ne- the eye of Ra necklace, and they and, think he's a god, or at least um, a friend of um, Ra's sent them or something, yeah. and oh. thinks they're just messengers or something. Exactly. Yeah. Eventually, um, they they eventually find some minerals that supposedly were sort of same, what what made, is made of probably the same stuff as the Stargate. Yeah, that, whatever the, yeah the, what Stargate was made out of something or other, and it's the same sort of rock that was made you know, out of. Na- yeah. yeah. Eventually, the leader <coughs> their leader appears, <coughs> and um, Jackson introduces them to a chocolate bar, isn't there? Yeah, it looked really good to me. And it wasn't the Nutty Buddy Butter Bar either. <laughs> Don't ask, guys. Um, Mike's here is obsessed with... Um, Bob the Blob. Yeah. Pumpkins versus aliens, really good, yeah. Yeah, it's over the kiddies. I mean, my niece. I watch those things with my grandkids, and I enjoy the kids enjoying the show. Anyway, so they're invited to come with them to their village, uh, the town they all live in. And it's very much like what you would expect the Egyptians probably, the um, servants to the Egyptians probably lived in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's really nice and all that stuff. And um, Jackson befriends, um, well, not befriends, I should say. He meets, um, what's her name? Sheree? Uh, oh, the lady. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? I how to pronounce it. I always call her Shirley or something. Ah, uh, logs. Um, what's her name? Uh, Shuri. Shuri. She was Shuri. The, yeah, yeah. While they're settling down for the night <clears throat> because of a sandstorm fighting their way in, they then um, have a bit of a banquet of things. And her father yeah. gives Daniel yeah. his daughter. Yeah, but before that happens, oh. Daniel tries to u- tries to use um, his writing ability. But somehow the the it was against the Lord. Writing and le- was reading was forbidden. I think. Yeah, they, he panicked everybody. Yeah, and then they um, mm. escort him into an to a, a bed chamber, a bed chamber <laughs> while the um, servants clean him up, and he waits his um, suspect unexpected ba- um, spouse. <laughs> he didn't know he was married at the time. Okay? Yeah, mm. unlike the usual tra- <coughs> traditions where you either. Um, say a few words or do some special Do you ritual. or don't you? Oh, I do it regularly. Amen. Yeah, but sh- she's all for it, or supposedly. She's pretty. And she's very pretty. You could pretty. have done worse. Anyway. She's an ugly sister. No, uh, no, eventually, no, Daniel maybe. tries to talk to her and tries to communicate that his name's Daniel and she tells her yeah. her, her name. Very. And he tries to um, get her to understand where they came from and she, in turn, tells him about how she knows about the symbol of from Earth, the symbol yeah, of the pyramid si- with the sun above it. Yeah, using some bit of sign language. Then she takes him to an old I ruin d- or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. some old tunnels that had been blocked or, off. that were blocked off, probably by either the people or maybe probably the people because yeah. they were told not to go in there, so yeah. the, the leaders blocked them, so yeah. the people wouldn't so, go in there and yada yada. So there, Daniel learns. 
more about their how they pronounce the uh, their language. Yeah, and he, and he, he from the hieroglyphics he said he said a word said no it's pronounced a different way. Then he realised their vowels were pronounced differently, and then he started to get an idea on how to pronounce the words. Yeah. Not bad, pretty clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, while this is happening, O'Neill is um just um sitting around and he befriends um Sherry's um little brother who's um who's idolizes O'Neill and the other soldiers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what's his name? Uh, Scara. Yeah, Scara so, sort yeah, of. Yeah, Scara. Anyway, um and he tries to smoke a cigarette and... Oh, um, he's trying to copy O'Neill. Yeah, um, try to inhale it and then he coughs And he realises that you cannot smoke cigarettes and do a big, big inhale like a big guy if you've never had a smoke before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he also tries to grab for a gun, but O'Neill just yells at him and frightens him yeah. away. Yep. He yeah. also gave him a lighter. And a cigarette which, lighter. A Zippo. A Zippo yeah. lighter, not a big one, not a cheap, nasty, no, no, no. Yeah, and he shows it to his friends, and eventually O'Neill tries to ask them where Jackson's gone to. He tries to use his own interpretation of yeah, using yeah, sign yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, sign language, your glasses, hair, whatever. And eventually, um, and the Scarra figures it out. Says, bok, 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 like chicken. Because one of the scenes, while yeah. they were having the banquet, there was a creature there that was they were going to eat that turns that, out that to taste like, like chicken. chicken. The uh, old joke. Yeah, that, well, everything tastes like chicken. Yeah, just like in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, an old joke that has been probably passed down from throughout oh, since history. ancient Egyptian times, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eventually, they get one of the creatures. That, one of the creatures that sniffs um, da- Daniel's jacket and was able to find out where Daniel uh, well, is. Yeah, this, this funny horse yak thing, whatever it's supposed to be, is also a bloodhound. Mm. Yeah, a, a oh, that's another thing I should yeah, mention, yeah. Mike. Mm. That apart from using a horse, they also used the dog. For the for maybe close up scenes, so for okay. the t- for for close up shots. Well, possibly, yeah, that that'd make it a bit easier. Soon enough, mm. our team eventually mm. arrive at the secret caves that both Daniel and Sharia are discussing some of the hieroglyphics. Yeah, and and O'Neill is a little confused. Like he's he was there before, and he he knew that Jackson couldn't speak their language at first, but um, Daniel explains. That it, it he had to learn to sound out the, the say the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, the vowels were different and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah and that was, that was the only difference. Yeah. yeah, and he then says that he found out the history of these people. As yeah. it turns out, there was an alien who wanted to um, cheat death by by getting a new body. Mm. So he travels to Earth, where he possesses a young boy, and there he becomes. Um, a god to all the inhabitants. Yes. And he uses the Stargate to send hundreds of workers to, across the galaxy to another, to another planet to mine for this this advanced technology. Well, yeah, some to sort of give mineral him, they use. Yeah, yeah to yeah. give him eternal life. Well, I don't know if that's part of that. It comes into his grand scheme of things. I don't know what the mineral does. Yeah. And mm, yeah. back on Earth, there was yeah. a revulsion that... That, which kind of ends um, the Egyptian side Ra's yeah. scheme, and yeah. and they buried the, the Stargate. Stargate. And about four thousand years ago, yeah, and back mm. on this other planet, Ra outlawed reading and writing, so the people back there won't know the truth. But knowledge has a way of surviving. Yeah, and eventually, 
Jackson finds the the sev- the six symbols, or I should say seven, but because for some it, reasons the it, seventh symbol is lost. It, it, yeah, he found six, but he couldn't find seventh because it was damaged or worn off from erosion or something or other. So I yeah, said, I can't so, find a way home. I need so, a reference point. So they don't even know how to be able to work out what, how to set the right coordinates. But however... All will be revealed later. So, uh, soon enough, our trepid travels, they head back to the pyramid. While, during the night, somehow a very big pyramid-like spacecraft came on the pyramid during the sandstorm and killed some of the members and, and, and some of them were captured by some unknown... Ras guards. Uh, um, unknown... Assault. So, assaulters or brass yeah, guards, yeah, yeah. Nubis and somebody else, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. it looks so creepy looking. Eventually, while this is happening, while they're entering the um, pyramid, Scar and his friends they follow, you know, secretly behind them to find out what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he, they watch as two of the soldiers were knocked off, and uh, O'Neill and Jackson they get caught by these they're taken prisoner. Taken by these prison, by prisoner, and they meet Ra, the um, horrible alien part, alien part human, uh, possessed, hu- part possessed human, <laughs> I should say. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and we see for ourselves that the other, other his other assailants are humans, and they're wearing false heads to yeah. make them look like gods. Yeah, you hit a button on the side of your mask that all collapses back down into yeah. your collar and you've got a human face in there. Yeah, see, mm. s- some of them look like Anubis, Horus, and, and all sort of stuff, other yeah. type of gods. And, of course, Ra is wearing a sort of uh, pharaoh-type um, face. Yeah. I, I, as I often say, it's, it doesn't matter too much to me. But anyway, Ra eventually discovers the bomb and, uh, and this is where... Jackson realized, oh, you you were going to destroy the Stargate on this end. Why did you do this? Why are you going to do this for? That was his job. Yeah. Eventually, um, um, O'Neill picks up one of the um, the um, the um, so- soldiers' gun- um, weird staffs. They're sort of like a pistol, but inserted it's inside a, it. It's like a blaster. Yeah, like they use in the like Star Star Wars, different things, but on a long pole like a spear. Yeah, yeah. he then tries to um, attack the, some of the other assault guards, but unfortunately, Jackson gets in the way and he gets blasted by one of the enemy soldiers. And he gets killed it. temporarily. Yeah, temporarily. temporarily. And, ah. and O'Neill tries to shoot at um, Ra, but the kid, there was little kids there. They all stood in the They're way. They're sort of like servants to Ra, and he couldn't put it. He didn't want to shoot the kiddies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, eventually one of the guards up, un, un, um, you know, disarm him yeah. and wax him with the spear. Whack, 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 whack. Eventually, um, Ra notices Jackson wearing his um, a necklace with the Ra symbol, and I don't know why he put gets into his head to resurrect him. I don't. He wanted to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, you can't talk to a dead guy really. Yeah. Easy. O'Neill yeah. is dumped inside a prison. Um, swimming pool. And he finds two of his missing comrades Actually, in Actually, they're free. Three, oh, three, three, as yeah. it turns out. They Some of them died, but they, they, they yeah. were remaining guys. They, somehow they survived and were kept prisoner. They made so, his troop. Meanwhile, Ross sends out his space, some spaceships to attack the, uh, the 
the town. Yeah, little flying machine type spaceships, yeah. Yeah, they, and of course the villains get hurt and and brute, very badly damaged. And of course Scar approaches his sister and asks her what's what was going on. And she says that Ra has punished us. And yeah. she asks about where Daniel is and Scar couldn't answer her question. He also approaches his father and his father says, we should have not helped those strangers. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at Ra's How place... How long can he be, folks? Yeah. Daniel's revived and he's he's inside a sarcophagus, yeah. I think. Yeah, sarcophagus, yeah. yeah. A life-giving one, not a dead yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that allows him to be resurrected, I think. And that's what Ra's been using. Yeah, throughout his years. Mm. Anyway, he then goes and meets Ra and he tells him about how he plans on sending the bomb back along with the minerals they collected to make sure this bomb will... It, it would, it would will increase its power a hundredfold. That's a lot. And destroy the earth. Well, I don't know a hundredfold, but it'd do a lot of damage. Yeah. 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 I mean, it'll probably destroy the earth and any uh, anyone left in it. Well, I don't know a hundredfold. Yeah, how good the bomb is. Yeah, don't know. Anyway, so I don't know how powerful Ra's technology is but there might be a big chance of that he seems like a smart fellow then he takes the um um ra amulet off daniel and says it's only one ra it's a roof one ra somewhere yeah yeah he then meanwhile um shuri and her scar they're inside the special cave i mentioned and scar tells her that they're gonna do an the ra is gonna develop an execution of the following strangers. He sets up, he wants Daniel to kill his uh, comrades. Yeah, and Cherie t- takes the time to tell tells her brother and his friends about how they've been lied to and mistreated over the years. Yeah. And been tricked. And Ra is not a god. No, he's a... An alien. He, he's a... Um, what's the what's the word I used? Oh yeah, he's an um, imposter. He's an interloper. He's, he's wrong, he's naughty, he's a... He's a liar. Liar, cheat, a brigand, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the very next day or whatever, they they everyone's assembled and Ra is there in his costume dress telling everyone, Rise, we're gonna do our execution now and Daniel is beside him and he takes the special spear and yeah. he approaches the following um soldiers, Kuno O'Neill. And O'Neill is probably surprised to see him resurrected, whatever. He, yeah, you know, he, he, got, he, got, he died, he got better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as Daniel approaches, um, Scar and Shri, they, 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 they're in the crowd and Shri, Scar has the um, cigarette lighter and he reflects it into Daniel's face, hinting yeah. that, that we're here, let's start making some trouble. Let's make trouble for these guys. And he does. Yeah. He and does. he shows um, that he's hidden... He has hidden under his robes one of the rifles that O'Neill's or machine gun or whatever, yeah, yeah. left in the during the sandstorm, isn't that right? Yep, somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and soon enough they they spring into action, and, and yeah, and, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah and and the, the boys quickly try to cover the um, soldiers with their garments too, so they won't be found. Yeah, they hide them and look like look like all oh, poor little servant people again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, soon all enough, they all, and they all run away. Yeah, they yeah, soon yeah. Um, go, head yeah. into the ca- some caves. I don't know if it's the same caves as the ones that well, with the uh, holographics. It might be, it and may not be. They yeah. cheered that they they've had a victory, and 
O'Neill is a little unhappy about the fact the kids have been playing with those guns. However, he's happy he got saved. Yeah. But and now, he, this, this is, isn't it where Scar is right doing that little thing on the wall? Yeah. Well, yeah, roughly. But um, before that happens, oh, yeah. um, Daniel asks O'Neill to explain why he's, he was planning on setting a bomb and causing all this. And he was told he was being, he's just following orders and he's just doing what that the guys at the Everends told him to do, that to set a bomb so that no other travellers will come through to their end. And, and hurt our planet Earth. Isn't that lovely? Sort of like, the, yeah. sort of like what um, they were going to, he was going to do to, to Ra and his guys. Exactly. <laughs> Eventually. No. So anyway, he then tells them that he pl- he's still going to do what he's going to do and that's all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. But... Daniel reveals that if he so much as detonates the bomb, that will set a chain reaction and explode the entire establishment away. And kill everybody. Yeah, and he plans, uh, and Rai plans on using this bomb to send back to Earth and destroy yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, but in the meantime, yeah. this little guy Scaro is doing this little victory drawing on the yeah, wall. Yeah, he draws a, a picture of their victory and the three moons throughout the movie that that appear at this at this planet yeah, yeah. yeah. and Daniel works it out that this is the seven symbol yeah a pyramid with three moons yeah yeah hint ah. hint considering that's a just that's a starting point or whatever yeah 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 the next day <laughs> in the mines they're dressed in their their peasant garments and they spring on their one of their overseers and the other at first the Scar's father objects to this, thinking that we just offended gods. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna burn in hell or whatever. But dear enough, dear soon enough. These Daniel guys are laying on the ground, and it's a button on the yeah. And they've realised they they've been duped. Yeah, because the, the mask rolls back, and they see ordinary human beings inside the mask, and they yeah. realise they've been lying to us. Yeah, you Meaning, buggers. Yeah. yeah, soon enough. Soon enough, our, our, the soldiers, as, as they're dressed in garments, they, they head down to the pyramid with the other boys to pretend to be delivering the minerals to Ra. Ra. Yeah. And while, the, and while the soldiers head downstairs to check on the minerals, along with making sure that they're not any of the soldiers among them, and eventually we... we we get to O'Neill and he says, how you doing? Holding a gun. And this gives him yeah. a wink at his yeah. opponent and yeah. bam! Smacko. And then we get a huge gunfight and as while they're shooting, the door to the pyramid slams shut, causing a bit of a explosion happen with the, um, one of the guards shoots at the entrance at the same time and it causes a bit of a, a, a sort of a, an explosion. Yeah. Or not, a small Some, explosion. All the one, little one, yeah. And then this is where we get the out, outside, the boys get pelted by these huge spaceships who are going to attack the, the ones outside. Yeah, well, it's always going the way. So, yeah, so there are two remaining soldiers. They decide to try to make a sort of bunker on the other side using the, um, their, some of the, the, um, carts, the carts and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So one soldier heads off and the other one fo- covers him with the, with a gun. Yeah. And the same with the other members. They try their hardest to get to the um, p- part to make yeah. a bunker up so they can just continue shooting at but the... But one um, of the soldiers, doesn't he flag the, 
those flying guys yeah, down. Yeah, before that lo- happens, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Scar's, one of his friends, he was the last one to remain and he gets shot down. Good. Now, now we get to the part where they ran out of ammunition and their lack of, for lack of bullets. So one of the soldiers flags the guy and says, okay, we're giving up, surrender. And the guys come down and land little flying contraptions. Yeah, while this is happening, out inside, O'Neill and mm. Jackson and Shuri, they're inside, and Jack and O'Neill's still setting up the bomb, and he plans on detonating it and stuff like that. But we still have one or two problems. Shuri gets shoot, shot by... Shot and killed. Yeah, and one of the head soldier guys from upstairs, decides to head down and kill the last remaining members himself. Mm. So he heads down there using a special lift device. Like a beam-me-up Scotty thing. Yeah. 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 Jackson heads inside the lift, and this allows him to go up to the main... Yeah, they bypass each other somehow, rather. Really good. Very clever. And so O'Neill has to face um, the one that looks like Anubis. Yeah. And he has a real good battle while Daniel's... Upstairs. uh, ...taking his lady friend to the sarcophagus to bring him back to life. Yeah. How Mm. long, we don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, it didn't take long? No. Yeah. Yeah, eventually, when she does get revived, as he's walking past... Um, Russell, well, actually, him. before I get oh, to yeah. that, outside the soldiers are going to get shot by these two, the pilots. Yeah, and, and all but the then sudden. suddenly um, out appears um, our the, the head, head guy, um, what's the name? head slave guy. What's um, the name? What's uh, the name? Sure. Jaffa, not Jaffa. Uh, Kasuf. Yeah, and hundreds and hundreds of their people appear. They're standing there on the hills, yeah. threatening them, saying, like, oh, Lord. Ra sees them outside his window, and he knows deep down he's in deep, you know what. Kaka. And so yes. it's time to leave, guys. Yeah, So because now it's an uprise, just like back on Earth. In the, the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. They found out the truth, too. Mm-hmm. Soon enough, our... They they atta- start attacking and they overpower the sol- the two soldiers. Yep. And See, people power. But mm. na- soon enough, Daniel is eventually revives his girlfriend and he heads tries to head back to where the um egg, the lift is, even though he doesn't have any way to get down technically. But then again, Ra appears and he plans on killing Daniel with his special device. That but kind he's of... standing where the ele- that elevator transporter thing is. Yeah. While this is happening, yeah. O'Neill is getting the upper hand with the, the um, soldier, and, was, and yeah. as he gets the upper hand, he then takes his hand, the um, the um, his hand, and says, "Give my regards to King Tut, and, and he, asshole." It's a button on his glove there, which opens up this uh, the lift, this, this lift thing, and it comes down and breaks this Anubis's neck. And yeah. brings Daniel home. Yeah, and but Daniel... at the same time, Anubis' head goes up the shaft <laughs> about his body. And uh, Daniel was able to get from Ra's neck oh, the um, necklace. Yeah, and a lovely. Because he still has to keep a promise. He give back the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Soon enough, he arrives back, and and O'Neill tries to de- undetonate the bomb. Yeah, to stop it, and but and somehow it's rigged to. It's been not... rigged by his superiors. Not to be able to be turned off once it's activated, just in case he had a change of heart. Yeah, not so good. Yeah. So bias. even after he t- he turns off the switch, takes this, out the de- the uh, weird battery thing. Whatever, it's, it's still going. It's still yeah. going. Yeah. So it's, and they both said, "I've got an idea." Yeah. Now at this time, Ra is now realizing he's in big trouble. He's getting ready to leave. So he plans on getting his shit together and yeah, pretty much. And leave. <laughs> so. 
so as it's his ship's taking off the pyramid part, um, D- Daniel and, and O'Neill have that marvelous idea. They and then that, use, considering that the soldier, the remaining soldier that still has his, his, his body still down yeah, there, and, and his the hand is still there. Yeah. So they then move it to the lift and press down his hand, and the and bomb the goes bomb up goes, to shoot. this flying pyramid thing, the spaceship. Yeah, and, and uh, Ra gets the. only about a, less than a minute to go. Yeah. And, and Ra realises, oh, shit. Or not something like uh, that. Well, you did. Look, you can look on his face yeah. and oh, shit. To yeah, me. and he starts trans, um, transparently turning into his alien. alien stuff. And eventually him and the pyramid dissolve. Go boom. Anyway, our heroes cheer and, and all that stuff. And the few boys approach O'Neill and salute him in respect. Because they saw the uh, his real soldiers saluting. So they gave him respect too by saluting, saluting him as a... A, a bit of a respect. A hero, respect, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and nice. And, and Shuri and, um, and Daniel kiss passionately and all that stuff. Slip the old tongue in. You know, and then we go back to in, the inside of the pyramid. The, 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 the pyramid, that the other part of the pyramid, I yeah, should the, mention. The, 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 I, I call the base station part of it. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the other one comes down and sits over the top of it. Yeah. Yes. And so now the Stargate is working. I don't know how they were able to work it, to be honest, well, about technology. Well, they had all the, they had all the reference points. They had, they had maybe lined up manually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But whatever. Yeah. So, so the two others, two two remaining soldiers, they head off inside the the um, Stargate, wishing Daniel all the best with whatever. Have a nice honeymoon. And <laughs> and O'Neill says, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And Daniel is pretty sure he wants to stay. Yeah. And and he asks O'Neill, "Are you going to be all right?" And I think O'Neill is now yeah, real, he, resolved that he's not going to take his own life. And he's over the fact that his son died. Yes, it's something. He has to yeah. learn to deal with, but he's he's back in the land of living. Yeah, yeah. no longer grieving over the dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Anyway, so anyway, Daniel gives him the necklace and tells him that to make sure to give this back to Kathy. The lady, yeah. And so, so O'Neill heads in back towards the um, Stargate and he slowly turns to address Daniel one last time, saying, I'll see you around, Dr. Jackson. And so he steps into the Stargate, and we get that awesome sequence, and we and flash to the end card, the end. I got to admit, that bit is always gets me. I that always rushing feel it. that rushing yeah. feeling. It's like when those spaceships go into um, when they do those um those quantum not quantum leaps, those um oh, what do you call it when they jump from into light speed or something, and rather than they go. At the speed of light or something, or mm. warp speed or something, well, yeah, whatever it is. I get it, Mike. And you see all these things, these weird streaks and blocking things and computer you know, thingies, and you don't see any space because you're going too fast. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't admit it Ludicrous is, speed, it is incredible <laughs> when you watch this movie. Yeah, really, really. I, I like it that, I, that you get this intense feeling by watching that very, that's star sequence. Yeah. It's just like when you watch. Um, Star Wars and that light speed yeah, yeah. sequence. So, so, yeah, it's really groovy, really good stuff. Like you feel like 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 you're there. You're you're taking part in the their perspective. Yeah, and I, and that's what I like about some of these space Star Wars and other sci-fi movies. The amount of work they do to make yeah. it look real. Yeah. Even you know it's not real. You know it's on the film set. You know it's. 
probably a green screen, you know, there might be some uh, other yeah. tricks put in. If it looks so damn real, you've got to take your hat off these people and make it look yeah, real. Yeah, I mm. don't understand more than mm. ever why this film critic gave this um, a zero. Because he's a wanker. Sorry, he's a wanker. And he, his name's Roger Ebert. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, he's a fool. He, he doesn't like sci-fi and horrors, so every time he reviews one, he always bags the crap out of it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I've had not, every time I see his name pop up, I don't like this movie, it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah that sort of stuff. Who on you, um, Robert? It, that's not, that's, it's not a fair review. Yeah, that's not a, it's not a review, period. I'm sorry, I was, was going to say his name, but I'm sick of every time it's a negative review about a sci-fi or a horror, it's always his, and he's always got the scathing comments. I'm sure if it's a really nice drama or something, or really nice things like the exotic Marigold Hotel or something, you'd probably like it or something or other. We'll go yeah. and review those. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. There's a lot to like about this it's movie. A good movie. I mean, I like it's the fact. Like a, yeah. I like the fact it it had Egyptian type yeah, knowledge. It's got a good mixture. And, yeah. And I like to think I was telling Mike this a while ago that I often thought thought when Ra was giving the impression that these people should go to, into the Stargate, I often think that they were really led to believe that they were going to the next life. Yeah, they did. Slave, a slave's life in the other world. <laughs> my, that's my theory. Anyway. I, I mean, I imagine they didn't. They had that theory. Probably they planned on revealing that theory, but it was not enough t- screen time to reveal that sort of facts. Yep. Anyway, anyway. we often talk about um, how um, the Egyptians, um, when they go in the afterlife, they travel f- on sort of the sea of life or something like was that. The, well, we would no, just... the, um, the Egyptians, when they die... Yeah, they travel... They go across the sky every yeah, day that's the what solar I mean. barge the, or something yeah, or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. kind of travel across the skies. And, and, yeah, they, and at night they go underneath the world and come out the other side and they, they start off with the new dawn and come across the world again mm. and across the sky in the solar barge again. Yeah, so yeah. The, that's mm. what my... I, I feel yeah. like... Yeah. I most that's probably where they got their idea from the whole um, mm. that traveling through the afterlife even though yeah. they're actually traveling to an unknown planet with no knowledge that they're traveling to the to a planet another planet anyway quick quick touch on a bit of production stuff here uh, because I don't want to go into too much we've, we've already spent enough bit of time telling the story and stuff Sorry, so guys. okay um the first scene was a combination of model shots and a set in Yuma, Arizona, where Rambo 3 was filmed. Cool. Uh-huh. What else is interesting? Um, the scene of the excavation of the Stargate was also filmed in three days in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, the golden look they achieved in some of the scenes there was actually done at, uh, I think, sunset to get the golden glow of the, off the horizon. Uh, in some instances where they needed extra bods, they actually, in the distant shots of the human beings, actually had sticks with frags dropped over them. Oh. They they cheated. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've you got to cut costs somewhere, folks. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Da, 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 da. Oh, the original Stargate was painted black. Oh. It, but looked like a giant tyre, so they <laughs> repainted it silver. <laughs> Hey, that's interesting. Yeah, you never I think thought about a, that. That's yeah. a better idea. It's like a big donut to me, but anyway. Uh, I don't think. I think silver is probably would have been my first silver choice. Silver looks better. It looks more sci, sci-fi. Black looks. Black. It yeah, can well, be just blah. black. Yeah. Um, they took a couple of scenes out here and there, and they, they fixed a few things up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
when they uh, went through through the cutting room and um, uh, the uh, the set for the Stargate in that big factory, well, well not called that complex, mm. that was done on one of the largest sound stages they could find. Wow, um, that's incredible. Uh, the fictional facility housed in the Stargate was the largest set for the film, the former Spruce Goose Dome, located in Long Beach, California. Limey. Yeah. It might not be the biggest set ever made, but for the scene, for this movie it was. Um, an Egyptologist, Stuart Tyson Smith, joined the production team to make sure the Egypt stuff was all as close as possible to what it's supposed to be. Uh, I won't go under digital effects, but a little bit in there. They actually used digital imaging to remove footstep, uh, footprints in the sand so it looked like no one had been walking there and stuff. And They really treated it really hard to make it look like it was uh, uninhabited areas and stuff. So, yeah, they... Um, I it was kind the of wormhole part was digital, obviously. Of course. And they did two screenings, two cameras at different states. They were walking one side... And they didn't, when they looked at the other side, that was the other camera footage at a different time. So it looked like they'll disappear. Oh, by the way, yeah. did it, does it say anything about, um, um, what's his name? Sorry, guys. Um, the Ra's voice. Is it done by, um, by the, by the, the actor himself? No, I don't himself, know about the voice. was it done by an, um, se- several actors? The voice, like, I do not considering know. Considering that. Um, in this, those scenes, his voice was very low. Like as I in, think it was I a voiceover, mm-hmm. or they, or, or they used um, a, um, a pitch or an octave, an octave change on his voice or something. You know how they did Darth Vader put it for a metal metalizer? Yeah. Well, they, they can manipulate sound, so it could have been his voice manipulated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now there was a lawsuit in really? 1966. Now Omar Zudi. Uh, a Shawnee high school teacher filed a lawsuit against makers and originators of the original movie, claiming that they stole the plot and story from his 1984 film script, Egyptscape. Egyptscape? No, it's his film script. Didn't say it was ever saw the light of day, okay? Okay. As the base of the film Stargate, and thus the franchise Stargate. I understand that they settled out of court. So there might have been similarities that they couldn't dispute. Hmm. I don't know, I, but there's always someone wants their hand in the pot. You made money, I want some. Uh, I won't go into too much now. Critical response, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes, approval rating of fifty three percent. Stargate is splashy, has splashy, has splashy visuals, and Jane Spader to recommend it. But corny characterization and a clunky script makes this a portal to ho hum. So who's they, that? They, that was uh, Rotten Tomatoes. No. Oh, uh, Metacritic, uh, they got a 42 out of 100. Uh, mixed to average. They didn't say anything what they what they, what they thought. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, wait. Now, I don't know who wrote this. Yeah, yes. Most of the negativity focused on the overuse of special effects Thinness of plot and excessive use of cliches. Oh. Here you go. Roger Ebert went on so far as to say, the movie, Ed Wood, about the worst director of all time, was made to prepare us for Stargate. That's rude. Ebert awarded the film one out of four stars, and even over 10 years later, Stargate remained on his list of the most hated films. 
Man, this Every has... time there's a damn good sci-fi or horror out there, everyone likes it. It box office good. He doesn't like it. Now, here we go. Okay, positive reviews stated that this was an instant camp classic. Yeah, tongue-in-cheek stuff. Okay, right. right. And praise the film for its best effects, which Roger Ebert said were crap, uh, and entertainment value. Hooray, uh, good someone for <laughs> taste. Um, with uh, Chris Hicks of the Desert News calling it Star Wars meets Ben-Hur. Yeah. Well, That's a good mixture, yeah. Well, at least someone yeah. out there has given it a good five star. And now here's Scott McKenzie from DVD Active said, it's a shame because the world created around Stargate is compelling and detailed. It's almost enough to make me want to watch the TV series, but not quite. <laughs> so he liked it, but not, not enough to watch not the TV series. Watch the I TV didn't watch series. the TV series either. I watched, yeah. um, say, two um, seasons, and then I had to move on to... I got bored. Sorry, guys. And so don't look to me if I don't talk about the TV series yeah, that very much. Sure. In another one here... In January 1995, Emmerich and Devlin were sued by an Egyptology student who claimed that he had written the story and given them the idea. The suit was later settled out of court. So, did they steal the ideas? Mm. Did they make it up as they went along and do it so similar to other people's? We don't know. I I, I like to think they were honest about it. I like to Mm. think that even though ideas are like... Everyone can get an idea, yeah. but I don't think that yeah. that they may have st- stolen the idea. I, Maybe they had a similar idea and somehow they but they kind of both got went ahead and, and run with look, it. It's, it's like in music. I mean, I could, I'm only George, guessing. I'm talking. Oh. It's like in music. You write a song, and it sounds similar to somebody else's song which you haven't heard. And they said, "Oh, you copied my song, which you've never heard." Uh, they had, I think, George Harrison, uh, Stand By Me or some song, I can't remember, and someone had a similar song. Hmm. When no one ever heard of it. It wasn't a popular song, but he had a, a claim that he copied it. Hmm. And I think he had to pay him. Hmm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, well, for you musicians out there, we all know what 12 Bar Blues is. Boogie Woogie was the start of it, and 12 Bar Blues, same sort of thing. Who started 12 Bar Blues? Hmm. I don't know. Um... Creedence Clearwater Revival did a song called Midnight Special. No one knows who wrote the song. They earmarked that money from the trust cat in case someone came along and said, my yeah. great-great-grandfather uh, wrote that song and you know, we want the money from the royalties. Yeah. I mean, it gets very hard. Where do you draw the line? I don't know. Yeah. I know for a fact yeah. that maybe um, the same, you can get the same inspiration by the same sources. You can, yeah. Material. I mean, if, you've been, if you go to Egypt... And not everyone can go to Egypt for a holiday, especially at the moment. Um, if you go to Egypt or an exotic place like that, and you've got, got a great imagination, you can make up a hundred stories. And they can be similar to somebody else's ideas because yeah. you get the same inspiration from seeing the same things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at go anywhere in the world, yeah. say that you, you just walk through the woods and then you have a good idea for a horror movie. Exactly. And then, a then slasher then... movie. Some guy running around with a machete. Gee, being done, you know, yeah, however. Almost <laughs> a lot of people, even back in the IEDs and the 90s, they have done that, those movies. Yeah, and, but there's so many similarities, but and they're there not are the some same. Similarities. They're yeah. not the same. They're similar. Yeah, yeah. different backstories, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Now, getting on to availability. This is weird. 
What's that? eBay. On eBay, I found plenty available. Oh, okay. Amazon. Currently, you can't rent it. Oh, currently unavailable on several listings. Wow. And there are a couple of copies available sale, but not many. That's weird. No, I'm sorry. But That's weird. How can one side have lots and lots and lots and the other ones don't have any? And yeah, I mean, it's okay, it's an old movie, 994. Yeah, but it's getting a bit old, maybe, but. But it's still a popular movie to this, to well, this day. Well, I think day. it's a popular movie. Uh, anyway, if if you've got it, if you can get on eBay, you should be able to get it in other places as well. Look around. If not, there might be some streaming sites you might be able to get it from. Yeah. Um, good. It's a good watch. Um, I like it. Let's rate this movie. Do you think? Ten. I'm going to give this a ten and a half. You know why? Because it works. Yeah. The, it's the, believable. It's it believable. Has a good stop. The sets are good. The costumes good. The special effects, you know, some people say there's too many special effects. No, oh, if it's a sci-fi, you've got to have special effects to make it a sci-fi. I'd rather, yeah, yeah. They, did ha- they have set yeah, special effects works. to make this work. It does work good. I like it. There's and nothing like, wrong with this movie. And I like the special effects, especially the bits where you enter the Stargate and you whiz through the galaxy in the speed of light. Yeah, and, it, way. and if you haven't seen it, I mean, when I say, if you've got younger people listening to these podcasts, I mean... You mightn't have been born when Stargate was actually made, yeah. So because that's nineteen ninety four, it's worth a look. Yeah. Your dad's probably seen it. Your mum's probably seen it, but yeah. you haven't seen it, maybe. Yeah. You know. I mean, um, practic- I yeah. mean, since we watched it last night, it brought back so many memories of it's, of, it's it, made of watching well. it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good movies being made there that that the reviewers got no idea. I mean, it was so bad. How come? It was so, made for 55 mil and made 196 at the box office. Yeah. And it, then that doesn't include the home media sales. That's a very good question, Mike. Which means people like this sort of stuff. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. If, I mean, I like original stories. Like, yeah, I like, something different. I like yeah. something that comes out of the imaginations of, of scriptwriters uh, that, that not, that's not taken from other people's work, but something... But something that has never been done before. I mean, you're always going to have similar themes, but you get a fresh, a fresh take on the theme. It's like a Dracula movie. There's lots of Dracula movies out there, but a lot of people sit back and say, what can I do with the theme? I can do one based on Jonathan Hark. I can do one based on Dracula. I can do a contemporary version. I can, I can do, do a modern else. version. A modern version. Exactly. And just change everything around and it becomes a fresh idea. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? So, I'm, just, I'm just waffling now. Yeah. So, um, before we cut off uh, the air, guys, I'm going to tell you guys about my upcoming film premiere. I'm Very my, exciting times. Of my f- upcoming movie called Attack of the Cat People. Uh, a, bi- a, a sci Bye. <laughs> Horror bio bio movie. I mean bio and movie. And a B movie. movie. Sarah has created a tribute film to the horror and sci-fi movies made back in the forties and fifties. The yeah. B movies. Yeah. yeah, back to like yeah. to the day of Creature from Black Lagoon, if you will. And yeah, and Tarantula and all those other good movies. Yeah. And it's done with trying to capture that feel, the same sort of lighting, similar acting sort of stuff, same sort of script writing, and I yeah. think you've captured it. I feel mm, I yeah. didn't. Mm. I feel like I've contributed to to the um to the to fans everywhere who are still fans of the genre. Yeah. It's I've a short, it's a short film. We, we we cut out the flowery crap and the, bull, and the all the padding and stuff, 
That goes runs yeah. about forty five minutes, is it? Yeah. yeah. So. so sometime in the future after the premiere it may be released somewhere or other or yeah, well, we're gonna do it yet? Yeah, I have a few possible stream serv- stream ideas. Or some sort of platform but or something I, or? I may wanna yeah. release also release it into some film festivals here mm. and there. Mm. So it can get it's the right um exposure. Exposure mm. it needs. And I've also yeah. looking at um, getting it reviewed by a number of other film yeah, reviewers. Yeah, independent we're... film reviewers who are going to have ho- hopefully say, gee, what a great effort, you know, mm. but we'll see. Yeah, yeah mm. so if you guys are in a Queensland, um, feel it's... free to check out our premiere. It's on the 5th of November. Well, Brisbane, Queensland, because we're, we're, yeah, the premiere's in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah so yeah. if you guys are in Brisbane any time this year and you're looking for well, something to do, then definitely come check out our film premiere. Yeah, it's going to be on the 5th, 5th, 5th of November. November yeah, yeah. And at, mm. at, say, about 6 o'clock oh, yeah. in the it's, evening. It starts for a few hours, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, limited sh- seating, limited mm. seating. Yeah, so I'll be sure to link, put a link in the box below so yeah, you, you can guys can check it out. Yeah. It, have you got the trailer in there as well? Um, I haven't got the trailer yet, really, the new trailer up yet, but yeah. I will we'll go you, on in I'll it, keep yeah. you guys informed. Yeah, whatever. So, and we've got to go. So that's about it for us okay. guys tonight. So it's I hope long. you guys may check out Stargate and give us your yeah, thoughts about it. Yeah, it's good fun. It's a good fun. It's, got a, it's, it's an action, action sci-fi. It's not a sci-fi sci-fi where it's going to be space, space, I space, think space, of, space. I always think it's, of it more of an action um, sci-fi adventure. It, it, yeah, well, that's, now here's something for you. See, when you see a, a classification, you've got sci-fi adventure or sci-fi action, the main part is sci-fi. That's the way I get it. The first word is the main thing. Now, if you've got a, a drama with horrific things, it means it's a drama with a couple of horror bits. Hmm. You turn it around and say, horror drama, it means oh, it's a terrific movie, hmm. but it's a drama as well. Hmm. So yeah, it, 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 it's intensity. It's like the main thing tells you what the main theme is. The main genre. Um, so yeah, so this is mainly a sci-fi going to another world. Yeah, something yeah. beyond this world. And then, then the adventure part takes on. Anywho. Mm. Anywho. Yeah. Um. So that's about it for us tonight. Love so, you guys. So we'll talk to you guys soon. And um, this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael saying, "See you guys for our next podcast." Adios. Bye. Bye. <laughs>